with the White Sox. Um, what was evident during that that playoff series was they weren't quite as up to the level of defense fundamentals, playing smart uh, as the Houston Astros were. And it uh, definitely showed in terms of uh, the level of execution, the, the difference in that. How do they go about fixing that this year? Do they address it with the positions of need? Or is this something that's going to just have to be fixed, quote unquote, by Tony La Russa and his entire coaching staff in order to get to that level that the Astros are at? I think the one benefit the White Sox will have next year is that Tony La Russa will have a year of hands-on knowledge of this team. And I think that'll carry them quite a bit going into 2022, starting with spring training, because I think last spring was a get to know you situation. But I think now uh, with Tony and the staff having a fresh set of eyes on these guys and what they can do, what they cannot do and what needs to be fixed will really help them right now as they have meetings uh, assessing what they need to address. And we all know it's, you know, defense at second base and right field uh, definitely need at the very least a backup catcher, especially with Grandal, you know, having knee surgery. And then I think the starting pitching as well. I, I think not just Michael Kopech uh, joining the rotation next year, but I think they probably could use another arm because we saw where uh, these guys didn't fare so well in the playoffs. And I think, they did a great, good job for the most part, but I think now going into their second year of a, a regular season, 162 games, um, I think they'll have a better idea of how to go about pacing yourself as well as needing that, that extra rest when needed. It would seem as though in right field, there's a, there's a platoon option there with, uh, with Sheets and with Vaughn. But you brought up something interesting in terms of Vaughn uh, over the weekend. Why not try him at second base? Do you think that's that's a realistic option if they're not going to go out and spend money on a Marcus Simeon or anyone else? Well, there's a lot of balls uh, being juggled right now. I think that's probably down the road, but I think that this guy is such a good athlete. We saw what he did uh, playing left field on short short notice, and he held, him, held himself very well. Uh, second base is a different animal. It's, the game's a lot faster in the infield. And, and he's going to have to make a tough adjustment if that's where they decide to go. But I think right now uh, you could do a lot worse than having a platoon situation with Vaughn and Sheets and right field. But these guys are young guys. They're going to need uh, more at-bats. And uh, I think it's a situation where they're going to have to find at-bats for these guys because other guys need rest too as far as filling in on a designated hitter situation. So a lot of balls to be juggled. But I think you can do, uh, you know, a lot worse in that platoon situation in right field. I think second base, uh, there are going to be a lot of candidates out there. Is this right now? We don't know with the new collective bargaining agreement uh, being negotiated and what what happens there in terms of service time and free agency. But I think they'll look hard at second base. How do you see the starting rotation, you know, uh, winding up in the in the 2022 season on the south side? You know, it, it's fascinating because I do think that uh, they do have legit number one cases there and Lance Lynn and I still am a firm believer and Lucas Giolito you know the wild cards going to be Rodon because he's a free agent and if he decides to go elsewhere then what do you do uh, I still think the big thing is not necessarily get a big ticket guy but get a guy like you had getting Lynn this offseason who really did well probably exceeded expectations a little greater than everybody thought but nevertheless, a dependable arm because, you know, Dylan Cease is going to be okay next year. And then you have the question of how many innings can you get out of Kopech uh, joining the rotation? 
And then Dallas Keuchel as well. Is he going to be a rebound guy entering that last year of his contract? Or are they going to decide to say, you know what, let's move on. It's a, it's a big contract to move. This guy's a veteran. He knows how to pitch. The results just haven't been there. And you just wonder whether uh, he's going to get enough ground ball success. Cubs uh, offseason, Jed Hoyer is uh, really interested in bringing in some new ideas and some new some new voices. And they obviously did that with the hiring of Cardi, Carter Hawkins last week. At his introductory press conference, he certainly made it seem as though, buckle in, we're in this for the long haul. Yeah, even though there's a bunch of talent, especially at the shortstop position in free agency, um, do you expect them to, to make any type of splash in the offseason? Or is this going to be a steady as she goes rebuilding process? I think it's steady as she goes. And um, I think one thing that, that Tom Ricketts has always pointed out is that having the largest payroll doesn't necessarily guarantee a championship season. And we've seen what's happened uh, the last three, four years where they've fallen short, you know, this, this past season shorter than others. You know, having said that, I think they'll go out in free agency, but you won't expect them to go after that big ticket guy. It'll probably be some, some uh, middle of the road guys that eat up innings the way the guys they got last year were supposed to, namely the, the, the Davies and, and the Trevor Williams, those type of guys, but maybe guys that are a tad younger and more dependable as far as free agent, or even guys that are rebound guys coming off injuries that, that could fill, fill a need here because they have something to prove and the Cubs would have an opening in the rotation because, you know, right now it's, it's pretty thin when you're looking at just, you know, Kyle Hendricks and, you know, who else, you know, as a lie, you, you never know. So um, there are a lot of jobs open here. And I think that's the attraction for free agency looking at teams such as the Cubs. There's an opportunity here. After the wave of trades uh, ahead of the deadline uh, last summer, a bunch of guys got opportunities and some did something with those, those opportunities and stepped up of, of those, you know, particularly three or four guys who put up some pretty decent numbers over the final two months of the season Who's legit in terms of being in the starting lineup opening day 2022? Uh, well, you always have to be careful about that. You know, don't fall in love too quickly. But Frank <laughs> Schwindel certainly has earned himself enough playing time, I think, in some capacity. I think one thing to keep an eye on is in the next collective bargain agreement is the uh, implementation of the, of the designated hitter in both leagues. But Because I, I mm -hmm. think if that goes through, then I think Frank is no worse than your DH next year. And then another guy that took advantage of the playing time after the Chris Bryant trade was, was wisdom. And I think he's got a chance to play somewhere. Certainly he has to cut down on the strikeouts, but uh, he can certainly provide much needed power. And he showed that he's versatile at, at the corner positions and played left field. So um, he's a guy that I think is deserving of, of, of considerable playing time next year. Then after that, uh, you know, the carrot's still dangling for a lot of guys with something that approves, you know, Guys in center field like Ortega, who, who hit right-handers well, didn't do so well against lefties. Uh, guys like him, there's something to prove. I don't know uh, what your relationship is through the years with Dusty Baker, but um, he's back. He has another opportunity to win a World Series. If you put your journalistic hat aside, is there a party that roots for him uh, in this uh, World Series coming up? Well, I go back with Dusty almost 30 years going back to my days covering the Giants uh, 1992 when he was a hitting coach and then became the manager. And uh, he's a terrific guy to, to, to cover, uh, not just from a managerial standpoint, but from a wisdom standpoint. I mean, you, you probably haven't heard his Catman's, uh, Scatman Crothers stories from the past. <laughs> he's, he's got him. You know, Ralph Gar, we all know about Henry Aaron, but 
there were times we'd sit in his office before games, getting the, getting a lowdown on his team, and there'd be a guy in the background. I kind of wondered, like, who is this guy? Turns out it was Boss Skaggs. So uh, he knows everybody. And the thing about him is he not only is a people person, but he has a good pulse of his team and who to play, who not to play, uh, who can give you that extra inning, who might be a matchup that's favorable, even though it might not look that way, you know, a, a lefty bat against a lefty reliever like a John Franco. He's always had a good knack for that. So um, I'm really curious to see if he does play the hunches more than the analytics in this series. And doesn't look like McCullers is going to be able to help him out as you take a look at this matchup between these two teams. How do you expect this series to play out? Well, I, I think it's going to be huge for the Astros uh, pitchers to throw strikes and quality strikes because this Braves team did a really good job of jacking up the pitch counts of uh, the Dodgers' alleged starters, <laughs> even though they <laughs> Folks, I mean, a lot of those guys, even if they're going well, they got pulled uh, because of the, the, the numbers. They just said, hey, second, third time around, forget it. We're not going down that road. But the Braves hitters did a really good job in that series. I think their ability to get the clutch hits and drive up pitch counts uh, won that series for them. So I'm curious to see what the Astros starters do, especially with McCullers out. Because, I mean, you look at other teams, you take away their aces and where are you? In no man's land. But the Braves, excuse me, the Astros pitchers have really persevered. It seemed like they got their second win in game four against the, the, the Red Sox. So if they can carry that momentum, I think they can win this series in six games. That's your prediction? Astros in six. Gotcha. Hold me to it. <laughs> I will do that.